I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, a podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. I'm your host, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian, and I'm ignorant, and we all are sometimes, and that's why we're here, to learn, to grow, to hear me say stupid shit. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, I gotta stop saying, uh, if you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. We got a couple new ones. I'd love a couple more. So review it. Just open the podcast app, search for ignorance is hashtag blessed, and then click on the review button, the write a review button. Five stars, please, please. Now I sound like all the Uber drivers I hate. They're like, don't ask me for five stars. I'm just going to give you five stars unless you jerked the wheel and nearly killed us or you hit on me, Um, which I never do in any of these episodes. So I feel like that's worth taking into account. Anyway, it helps. It makes a difference. Um, and thank you so much to all the new subscribers and reviewers. And thank you to Nick, my idiot savant patron, who I uh, adore. I mention you every episode because um, you're an idiot savant, and that's important. You can be an idiot savant, too, or some other type of idiot besides just the name I call you affectionately, not literally, at the beginning of all of my episodes, if you join my Patreon. Patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. No hashtag in that address. But um, yeah, I send cool postcards to people from the road and you can get cool stuff from me and you can hear things like my first bonus episode, which will be taken down this Friday where I talk in depth about the uh, scary stalker situation I'm having. So go subscribe to that. It only takes $1 to get the bonus content. I already released today my uh, Edinburgh Fringe poster. I haven't released it publicly, but it's there. So if you want to see that, it is very risque and I'm terrified about releasing it, but it's there. Um, And if you get postcards from me, you guys tag them, hashtag where in the world is JMS. Post them. I'll share them. Um, I love sending those to you guys. I got to go get some, (sighs) I guess, LA ones maybe. We'll see what I send you for this month. And, um, and I got to organize the next Google Hang, which I am going to do a poll about and see if you guys prefer video over chatting. I know some people are more comfortable with the chat. I honestly did the video because at the last minute somebody told me that was an option and I'm fine with it, but um, I don't know. I don't know what your opinions are. And I want to do what uh, the majority of my patrons who are in that level want me to do. Um, are comfortable with, I guess. Um, so anyway, thank you to all the new patrons and thank you. Thank you to all the old patrons who keep patronizing, patronizing your patroning. Don't, don't patronize me. I can't make you love me. Okay. I'll stop you guys. Where has my voice gone? I think my vocal cords are permanently like this. I don't know what happened. Probably a lot of yelling. I yell because I care. Uh, Okay, my guest this week, let's get to it Megan Granger, the fabulous Megan Granger She's hilarious, host of the podcast Superficial Magic One of my dearest, dearest friends And someone I've known the longest I truly love her as a human She is magical, is the best way I can describe her Um, She's this beautiful, open-minded, spiritual being With uh, 
uh, education background in uh, therapy, and but she's very open and intuitive and sort of open to like the universe and figuring out what everything means, and uh, and she's just beautiful. By the way, she does manifestation sessions, I believe she calls them, but she talks to people um, sort of like therapy, but um, she doesn't have her full doctorate license so she's just giving wisdom and helping you plan your life so that's a thing you can reach out to her about um but more importantly let's get to this episode where we talk about the two by twos um two by twos is not the official name it's um a religion she grew up in um that doesn't have a name it's a christian sect uh two by twos is a nickname and uh, it's because the ministers go in pairs of two and uh it's very fascinating it's very fascinating and what's more fascinating to me is how um, having grown up in that religion still affects her today, even though she's out of it. Um, it's a very interesting, unique religion. And um, yeah, I uh, I think you'll find it interesting. Uh, so you know what? No more from me. Here she is. Megan Granger, two by two. Yay, you guys, hello. I'm here with my lovely friend, Megan Granger. Um, I mean, what do I say about you? C- like, hilarious writer, extraordinaire, host of the amazing podcast, Superficial Magic. I don't know, but I almost just said, whoop, whoop, raise the roof. So- I mean, it's just a whoop, whoop, raise the roof <laughs> kind of morning, you know? I feel like, you guys, we're in her apartment, which is just on, like, a beautiful corner, and there's so much going on outside. It's so lively, and her apartment literally looks like something out of... um like an interior design ad or like one of those Instagrams. Thank you so much. It's just a beautiful apartment that I got lucky to get. And then my friend Kenna is moving. So she gave me all of her stuff. <gasps> oh my God. And the best. she has like really good taste. So now I've just incorporated it into my life and I'm like, yeah, it's mine. Yes. The universe sent me better things. That's anything I own that someone's ever complimented that they're like, this is so fashionable. It definitely came from someone else. Oh, always. I was like, I will steal that. I think I have a desk from you and people are like, what a fun vintage desk. And I was like, (laughs) well, my friend was moving and I stole it. I remember giving you that desk. We had to like carry it out. You had a whole truck for it. I know. I got a truck because I was like, I'm not letting that desk go. It's a beautiful desk. I don't remember who was with me. I do. It was an ex-boyfriend. Oh, he never cared about me. I'm kidding. But he did complain the whole time because he was weak. (laughs) Like fucking. you guys were both very small. I know. <laughs> I Aww. do just remember two tiny people. We were a cute. Tall desk. Yeah, but I was cuter, so it's over. Um, <laughs> that's probably not true. Yes, it is. I'll stop. Okay, wait. So wait, cults, <laughs> cults. Yes, I mean, I want to just dive in. There's yes. just so much about you, and I feel like I wish my listeners knew you. We'll podcast again. It doesn't matter. They probably do. Half my listeners are crossovers from other. Oh, podcasts, amazing! So they've heard you everywhere. You guys have heard me everywhere. She's literally everywhere. I cannot <laughs> escape her. But we're talking about this. Okay. We're talking about a cult, you guys. Right? Is it a cult? Can I call it a cult? I mean, I do. But I, I feel like if you call it a cult, people automatically think weird sex stuff. Oh, yeah. But it you wasn't. I mean? It was just no. like it, weird it, religious stuff. Yeah. It was just intense. The friends. Yes. Was that a thing? I, oh, yeah. I wikied it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. wait. Let's get into it. It's, okay. Okay. So... Two by twos is kind of what it's called. Yes. But there's not really a name. Exactly. The there's, church with no name. There, it's called the church with no name. Like if anybody asks what's the name, you say there is no name because we're just a, the way. It's there's the, the way truth. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the light. So, um, yeah, you're like, we don't need a church name. Right. So it's the way there's no church buildings. Church oh yeah. Buildings are like very 
set and fall frowned upon mm-hmm. oh because i mean they guess they buy into that one like bible verse of yes. it's not the temple it's yes the home or whatever yes. so all the church gatherings are in homes really yes so but it is like a christian sect yes um okay so was there a specific home you went to was it sundays and then yeah um th- Usually, actually, we would have it. It was on Sundays. Oh, your house was the house. mm -hmm. And so then, you know, like Saturday night, it would just be like cleaning, 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 cleaning. And in other cities, there was like a really young, attractive, you know, like hot minister or something like like kids. Oh, you know, you'd go to other cities and there'd be like a big group of kids who are in this religion. Oh, so you guys would like travel. Oh, yeah. But in my city in Kansas, there was. It was just really old people. Oh, so, so you were like the only kid? I was the only kid. I didn't have any brothers and sisters yet. My sister's 10 years younger than me. So oh my gosh. It was just me and like the oldest people you've ever seen. And like the founders of the religion. Yeah. <laughs> and so it would be a Saturday night and I'd be like, I want to go spend the night at my friend's house. My parents would be like, it's meeting tomorrow. We have to clean. And it was just like so boring. Every Saturday night you just had to clean in preparation yes, and for old w- people. Yes. And it was Wednesday night too. And it was like, we never missed it really were the wednesday nights in your place too sometimes oh my gosh yeah but it's like we've gone to other countries before and they're like okay we're going to meeting that's what it's called just called meeting Mm -hmm. not a meeting the meeting it's just going to meeting we're meeting yeah we're meeting we're going to meeting and uh and you just go to people's houses in other countries they don't even speak english but you're like immediately accepted as part of so this family is this like a huge I would say there's thing? like 150,000 people on it I would say that because I did look at the Wikipedia page just now <laughs> just now you're like I don't know it's been a while and also why would you know that if you didn't research it there was a there's 150,000 um 10 of which are living in Wichita Kansas and are very old and are, are is it like mostly your family is uh, your family still in it yeah oh wow yeah, and, yeah. both that, sides that's how my parents met they met in a meeting yeah. They were friends of the light or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made that one up. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So is it the same concept of like Jesus is the son of God and he performs miracles? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, the I wouldn't really say the miracles are uh, are are as big of a deal as the sacrifice. You know, it's. Oh, it's, as the like he, he gave died. himself yeah, up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you guys have that. Do you have that like heavy, like the Catholics? I grew up Catholic. Oh, for the guilt. sure. So much guilt, so much weird, just like, I I just remember being little, this is so heavy and sad, but just being like, it's I fine. really wish I didn't exist because it's like. Such a burden. It's such a burden. It's so like, bad. Yeah. I, my parents would just be like, you know, humans are like sinful and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, then why did you have a kid? Because. Yeah. Why did you bring more people yeah, into this? Uh, like, Why? Did you ever say that to your parents when you were little? I don't know, probably. I mean, there's so many things we just think and never say. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I mean, I probably did because I was a brat. But um, (laughs) yeah, it was just a really heavy religion for me. Yeah. It sounds heavy. I read that like the ministers or whoever, the leaders, Mm -hmm. they don't live anywhere. They just, they just, people take them in. Yes. So the ministers um, like give their life to this. They don't have homes. They give up every worldly possession. Oh and they are put in, like, it's, they call it two by twos. Um, or in pairs. Yeah. Is it always, it, like, two males or two females? Two males or are two females. Are there females? Okay. And uh, they 
change like partners every year and change cities. Oh, every year. Mm-hmm. so you just go new places. Exactly. So you get new workers and you get new. Oh God, my cat found string. This is really bad. I don't know who string she this is. She can't handle it. Um, I <laughs> It's my string, I'm sure. It's just like, <laughs> it's just a string I own. My cat found string. Your house is covered in strings. I don't know how she keeps finding these. I don't know whose string this is. It's my string. It's my string. <laughs> um, it's a religious string. Yeah. So they would, they go out two by two and they stay uh, with you. And they are like thought to be a direct connection to God. Oh, so they're like popes. So when the workers were staying with you, it was a big deal. Yeah, and you had to be on like your best, best behavior. Exactly. And gosh, this is a lot to unpack because I've never really thought about it before. This is very weird, but from eighth grade on, one was always living with us. Really? So yeah. that you had like a foreign exchange student from God? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, but it was not, was it the pair or was it just no, one? No, like, like somebody would be like, unfit for it for a while and so they like one woman came in two women came and lived with us for years and then oh, wow. like somebody else would you, you know it, like for some reason we had a really big bougie house and there was you're like fabulous but it, also religious yeah and but <laughs> exactly but like because my parents aren't like that anymore but back in the day the it, they really wanted this, to impress the religion yeah, they just had a really big house and the like downstairs was just stuffed full of They're like no churches but your family basically lives in a giant church <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i i the you know they were all really sweet and uh, but it was just weird uh because there were literally ministers living in our house so did you always feel like I'm sinning. They're going to catch me. Like, did you ever sneak out and stuff in high school? Oh, my God. No. No. I tried a few times. I'd be caught every time. Like, my curfew was 10. There was no way around it. So you were, like, pretty well-behaved and, like, strict rules all through. I, I, I had really strict rules, but I wasn't well-behaved. Oh, okay. But, you know, I mean, I was just... A kid. A kid. Naughty in my way. I, yeah, you I had like, sex in high school, so like you did. not to brag. Was it with a two by two or? No. Two by two How big is it? It was with two a by 90, two? It was a ninety two year old man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like anything, get me out of here. Save me. Um, because that's how old everyone in the religion was. No, it was a boy named Mike from my high school. Oh Shout my out gosh. to Mike. I know you're listening to high this because you're so obsessed with me. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Wait, so did you go to regular public school? No. No. But I didn't go to religious school. I just went to private just school. Just a private school? Yeah. Were there other people in the religion there? Oh, my God, no. It, it's no. Such a so fucking... you were like a loner. I mean, I didn't want to be, but I had to go to school. We c- I couldn't cut my hair. <gasps> I couldn't wear jeans. Did you have to always wear dresses? Yeah. So I looked like an American girl doll, and I went to this like really nice private school where everyone was so gorgeous and flashy. And, like, and trendy. And trendy. And I was like, hi, like... Here's my long jean skirt because my parents oh my God, said long jean skirt. Yes. Didn't those, okay. Maybe this is just Alaska, which travel and leisure named the least fashionable state in in the country. Wow. Um, it's an honor, truly. But there was a really brief period in like middle school where long denim skirts were a thing. Was that anywhere else? I, you know, I like, was there a moment where people like, she was ahead of the curve? (laughs) No, I do remember why I'm like really pushing that down our throats for a while. There's, I don't know why. Like 17 magazine and stuff where it was like the long jean skirt with the like clog shoes and and like like, a bodysuit or something. And people are like, yeah, dress like a witch. Yeah. Um, no, it was not in style. No, 
Wow. Mm-hmm. So you were just always long hair. Did people ever ask you about it? Yes. Or people were like, you look like an idiot. You look like an idiot. Were people mean to you? Did you get bullied? Yes. Oh my God. It's just so funny. I mean, this happens. This is like the case of so many people you meet in Hollywood where like they're gorgeous and amazing. And you're like, surely you weren't also bullied. And they're like, <laughs> I was tortured, terrorized by everyone I knew. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't help matters by like refusing to ever take showers. And um, I, mean, <laughs> I get it. Showers are a whole thing, it's like a burden. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't have time. I was really busy. Uh, I was giving cleaning. my life to God. Yeah. <laughs> Were you okay? Let's see. So, at what point did you realize that your religion was like a little weird? Because that—that's the thing about religion—is that you're just brainwashing kids. Yeah. Like, what, regardless of the religion and how popular it is, it's like when you grow up and you're going to church and like Jesus, this, Jesus, that, or whatever your religion. Mm-hmm. That's just your truth, but when you really take a step back, you're like, oh, you're just like feeding this shit to your children and they just yes. buy into it. Right, because they have no choice. Yeah. Um. Oddly, I think I was like, not to be too abstract and weird, but I think I was here straight from a weird past life because... Oh, like you were just like, it's like, nope, you're going back. Yeah, because like, I was so you, like... Something ended and it's like, you're not done. Immediately just like a very weird person who like... <laughs> That's all, why we get along. <laughs> always would talk about... Like the guillotine, <laughs> I was like two or three or four. The guillotine. I was like obsessed with it. Would always talk about like, like oh, I think like you're you're like Marie Antoinette or something. I think shit. I like yeah. You so, were in that time, the French Revolution. Yes. So I was on my own journey, having like really intense weird dreams and whatever. And um, I just from the very beginning was like, I don't like this. I don't subscribe to this. Yes. Thing. So I was like, I don't. Well, so funny. Yeah, but I was always like but i should and like there's something wrong with the me. guilt it's like why don't i just want to like yeah like why don't it's just about love just accept the truth as the truth and like move on and um make your family happy and go to heaven because like you're not you gonna can't go to heaven. Get heaven no and so i would just be stressed out i would try to go to sleep at night and i would just like stay awake all night fretting about how oh because you're like i'm i don't I'm believe in it and god knows yeah and i was like i'm definitely going to hell so like it would just be you know a normal third grade day for kids and i'd be falling asleep at my desk because i because you stayed awake fretting about going to yeah. hell and the guillotine and no wonder you have sleep problems now <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i need an ambient because all i see is guillotines in hell <laughs> every a, time i close my eyes i was a pleasant child <laughs> oh my god your parents are like what happened like the guillotine <laughs> how does she even know that word yeah um wow uh, y- yeah, I-, I don't think I ever really believed it, which, you know, um, which was was really hard um, because I wanted to. You wanted to. Like, I want to just well, I think of that way about so many things. Just even people who have. OK, simple is probably an offensive word to be like simple dreams. Yes. But people who just like. I just want my my house. I mean, that's and what my, country music my, is. Like, yeah, and I love country dream. music. It's yeah. like you have your beer on Friday night. You you go to your job. You work you work hard, and you come home to your fucking kids and like and have a key party. I and you have a key. <laughs> See, it's simple. I sometimes I'm like I wish I could subscribe to that. Like I, Absolutely. how easy would life be if you were so satisfied with just like, yeah, no, that's just how it is. And then that was it for you. You had no further thoughts. I mean, that's they have it, they this this lifetime is like really fun for them. 
Yeah, they're just like, I have everything I could possibly want and mm-hmm. I don't want anything else. That's great. And I'm going to heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to just know you're in, you're like, they just sit around on Saturday nights cleaning and they're like, we're in. They're like so in. They're do, so excited. They think. Do you think that they're like a little elitist? Like, we know we're going to heaven. Yes. These other people. Oh, and, and I would, when I was little, I would, I was obsessed with hell, obviously. So I would just tell everyone, I'd be like, you're not in my religion. So you, you cut your hair and you're wearing earrings. So you're going to go to hell. And they'd be like, all right, Megan, stop <laughs> saying that. Did you get in trouble in, all in the school time. for like telling people they're oh, going to hell? All the time. I would just be like, you're going now. You're going now. Yeah, I didn't have any good news for them. I wasn't like, so you should do this. It's like <laughs> show and tell. And you're like, okay, I didn't bring anything, but I did want to tell you guys, you're all going to hell. <laughs> and I learned about sex because my dad's a gynecologist. So he had to like explain it to me early on. Like very, was it meticulously? That's interesting. Your dad's a gynecologist. Yeah. I knew that, but for the listeners, like it's interesting that he was in a science field. Yes. How did that I don't know. Like, how does he work with the female anatomy, but also be like, cover it up and don't ever show I don't, anyone? I, don't, I, I, I just made I that don't part know. up. No, it's so strange. It's like so layered. And the, my family and all the people in the religion are so nice and like progressive in weird ways. Like in and social ways, no, but yeah, also. No in, one's like, you shouldn't be a gynecologist and looking at people's vaginas. Like, they're like, yes, the woman needs a doctor like, yeah you're a doctor you're <laughs> exactly. helping women exactly um and he's looking at women but he makes them wear long skirts so he has to like dive right, underneath the skirts right. <laughs> yes it's like it's like it's, going into a tunnel he's got one of those lights on his head exactly <laughs> <laughs> just like i guess it's there was nothing really like shameful about the body the or female sex body. Well, or that's anything good. like that it was just like to be modest cover cover it up for jesus like cover it up jesus save it for jesus and your husband yes exactly but like, then there was no like guilt about having sex with your husband or like using birth control or anything like that oh that's such a fascinating intersection of things yeah there was a lot going on they're like progressive scientifically but and my dad like, will be like because my dad um does like ivf and genetics stuff oh you know? wow and he'll be like uh yeah gay being gay is genetic like for sure. A hundred percent there's a gene. And yeah. I know that without reading an article based on how many, how many of my gay friends have gay brothers. And I'm like, you're... It's such a gene. And he's like, of course, we're like close to finding it and blah, 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 blah. But he's like, but... So he knows that. That's so... Yeah. But then he's like, but it's their, you know, it's their hardship to bear in this life that they just can't experience. That they have to experience... They have that to like keep it tucked in. love. Like it's like... It's okay that you're born gay, but like you have to keep it tucked in is sort of the, it's a, God, that's hard. What's also interesting to me, just this is kind of off topic, but I've been obsessively reading about genetics my whole life. I'm trying to create the perfect human race. That's a lie. But (laughs) um, well, ever since I found out I was created through artificial insemination, which was like 10 years ago. um, I, I'm like just obsessed with genetics and like how things get passed on and what, I also got obsessed with it when I first learned about it in like third grade, you know, for like a week I was like, I'm going to wow. be a geneticist and then I'm going to be a astronaut. And now here I am. And I talk about my butthole for a living, but <laughs> Oh, what's interesting to me thinking about the fact that there for sure has to be a, like a, a gay gene. It's like all genetics. It's like you're predisposed to something, but it might not happen. Exactly. So I have, I get medical stuff information i did 23 and me which is that thing where you spit yes. a vial and they tell you like your heritage and they're just like you're as jewish as you thought you were and i'm mm-hmm. like i am i'm so jewish <laughs> i knew it but they also will show you if you choose to like medical things you could be predisposed to oh, boy. and they give you a whole thing that they're like this doesn't mean anything talk to your doctor but like people with such and such gene are predisposed to like alzheimer's for instance i have that gene watch out oh, do no. i even know who you are but <laughs> 
notes. Like we're going to be the notebook soon, Jess. Well, I mean, I got to find someone so I can have that. <laughs> someone write me letters every day and DMs don't count, creeps. No, just thinking about if you found out, like, because when people tell you have like the BRCA gene where they're like, you could, you're at risk for high risk for breast cancer, but someone being like, you have, I'm sorry, you have the gay gene and you're, you have to go like, this like wait am I gay and like that just adds a whole layer to the am I gay thing which I think everyone experiences at some point that like we have moments of like I'm for sure could be gay right yeah I have that all the time right like I could I just almost I'm like I want to marry a woman and we just have separate sex lives with men or whoever we want to fuck right it seems like it makes more sense what religion is that (laughs) v by v the only good idea oh my god (laughs) Um, okay, so was there like, was it like a dirty dancing, like no fun, no birthdays, like Jehovah's Witnesses? Oh my Witnesses? gosh, thank God. So ma- so much fun birthdays, like ski trips. I can celebrate Halloween. My parents, oh, like, Halloween, thank everybody God. loves Harry Potter. Like it's not like the, we- like the really, we're it's like, not like the crap. crazy like, Pentecostal no, where they're like, everything's like a sin. But, um, but. Oh, what was, I'm, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Um, it's totally it's, fine. It's not like that, but, um. We didn't celebrate Christmas or Easter or anything religious because they were like, that is a sin. It's that just, is a sin? Yeah. Oh, so it's just like not like celebrating the death and birth of right. Jesus. Because was Jesus your savior or was he just like part of the squad? No, no, no. Jesus is Jesus is the thing. Okay. Jesus is, Jesus the, is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. And that's literally what you guys are called. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. So... Uh, yeah, that would be awkward. There'd be no Christmas. And so, because they were like, that's not when Jesus was actually born. And it's a commercialized, like, pagan holiday. And we don't celebrate it. And oh, blah, blah, and they're blah, like, blah. pagans are witches. Mm-hmm. Well, not, they're just like, yeah, you can't. And it's it's just, it's really weird. I mean, in their defense, Christmas is really commercialized. Like, right. I, my family, I have a lot of Catholics in my family. And, um, I mean, most of them are, like, loose, lazy Catholics. You know, like, church on Christmas and Easter and like whatever but sinners right well my one uncle who this is so interesting that I would he's I'm not saying he's like the smartest person in the family I have a lot of like really smart people in my family but he's a doctor and he's the one who's still the most religious he's got a wife and they're just like this like blonde haired blue eyed perfect family with her two kids but when the kids were younger on Christmas every year like I'd go to family Christmases or I went a few times they would make a birthday cake for Jesus what, and sing what happy birthday. Well, that's the thing is that I used to do a bit about it. I should bring this back. Cause I was like, I could probably make it better than when I started. She was explaining to me. She's like, well, the cake is dark. It's like chocolate. She's like, you know, for our sins. And then Jeez. they, then you coat it in white, like white frosting, like the blanket of light that is Jesus, his love. It, there's a whole thing that goes, it no, is it's making a, me hungry. It's round, like his love for us. It never ends. But then I was like, I took a bite of the cake and I was like, this is really good. This is a real story. I was like, this is really good. What flavor cake is this? And my aunt who made it looks over at me and like, she looks around and leaned over and she's like, it's, it's devil's food cake. It was on sale. <laughs> no. <laughs> I swear to God. No. I was like, you made a Jesus cake out of devil's food cake. And she's like, no, it was, it was so cheap. Oh my gosh. Well, it's still a circle, but yeah, it's a circle of life. The devil is, you know, a part of life. Did you, uh, were, were, could your family drink? Cause my family can't drink. Oh yeah. No. So your family doesn't drink at all. My family is 
uh, just a train of alcoholics. No, no drinking. Like my family probably would steal the blood of Christ. <laughs> Wait, so did you guys have what? Grape juice at church? Was that? Yes. So and uh, in, in the Sunday morning meeting, you would have... Um, you would have bread and a glass of grape juice. Ooh, like actual bread? Was it leaven? Like full and no, yummy bread? It was just like a piece of wonder bread. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you. did you have baguettes? And you're like, why would we have baguettes? I'm like, I don't know. You knew about the guillotine. <laughs> like that there's just like a French baker for some reason in fucking Wichita. Oh my God. Exactly. I, I, yeah, we, we did no wine. My mom has had alcohol once in her life. My did dad you get maybe, wasted? Yeah. My, my dad said like he her and her identical twin sister who are just the most ridiculous human beings. Your mom's on the an identical twin. Yes. And they both married men named David Allen that are in the religion. So wait, were they all oh, Jesus? Were they all raised? Yes. Like from the beginning, like their parents yes. were in the religion. Okay. That's what yes. I was wondering. So, um, I wonder if that's like a popular religious name in that religion. David Allen. No, yeah, it's so, so weird. weird. It's so weird. But my dad said he bought them like a, a beer, like a case of beer and they were so excited. They were like staying in a hotel. They were and going they're like, ooh, we're getting wild. Yeah, they were like, ah, oh, we're drinking Sinning. beer. And then he said they just threw up. Oh my oh God. My <laughs> wow. So they've just never. They've not. And they have no idea who anyone is. You could be like, Angelina Jolie, because no TV. No, like, and my mom's like, oh, no TV. And she's like, is she a, a singer? Like, no clue. I thought Home Alone was a scary movie. How did you, oh my gosh, really? And I would like try to pretend that I was normal, you know, that people would be like, have you seen Home Alone? I'd be like, yes, I'm still like so scared. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> Why are you, you think your parents are going to leave you? Like kids don't know. Wait, did you not watch TV or movies at all? No, I had, I had a little VCR with Annie, a few Shirley Temple things and like the happiest millionaire which you guys should really check out uh i'm going to now because the, i love annie and yeah. shirley temple and i will buy into that it's like a musical that's so weird and um <laughs> i would just watch them over and over i can i could start an annie monologue and just tell you the whole oh dialogue. i know you can because two weeks ago in new york <laughs> oh my god when you were roofied at a bar um which we shouldn't laugh about but she turned out fine um did i I mean, do any of us ever? <laughs> we were in the street waiting for a cab and I was holding you up and you started singing all of Annie. And our other friend who's with us, Jessica J, is like mortified because we're screaming in the street. And me, not even drunk, just a psycho who loves Annie was like, yes. And I started singing along. I was like, I didn't think anyone else knew this song. So were we singing loud? Oh, oh yeah. It what? was a it was a weirdly empty part of the city for some reason. <laughs> I'm sure they saw me coming and everyone was like, leave. Yeah, it was like Gramercy, but on a Wednesday. And which one were we singing? Easy Street? No, it wasn't even a, it wasn't tomorrow. Girl, I want to sing Easy Street Maybe it was, it was maybe or Little Girls. Ooh, Little Girls. Because then you and I, this is re more ridiculous for me because you were like, Roofied. You were roofied and probably a little bit tipsy because you guys had been drinking. You and I were fighting over who was Miss Hannigan. And I think I was not even, I was sober. I was like, I'm Miss Hannigan. And then I was like, I'm fighting with a person who doesn't even know that they exist right now. I can't believe it. And I was like, you're not ugly enough to be Miss Hannigan. And you're like, I'm Miss Hannigan. And I'm like, you actually do sound like what probably real life Miss Hannigan was like. Just all fucked up. Fighting little girls. It was... Uh, I did have um, we did have one like super cool moment in uh, the religion where do you remember you probably don't because who on earth would but like 12 years ago Matthew Perry had a girlfriend he was <gasps> still on Friends and he had like he a serious girlfriend her name was Rachel 
And oh, I never Rachel. even noticed. Yeah, that, wait. Because yeah. he's um, secretly in love with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I think that was her name. Oh, God. But anyway, she was in the religion. <gasps> and so her family was like from Michigan, where my mom's family is from. So everybody knows each other so well. Oh, my God. And so he came with her to one of Ooh. our like, church conventions. So you saw him. He was there. Yeah. And I remember people being like, I think he's an actor. But like nobody watches TV. So they don't know. He's on like the most he famous He was on show. Friends. Like this, wow. And people are like, I don't know, I think he's some sort of actor. Yeah. I wonder, that must have been weird for him because at that time he must have been getting recognized everywhere he went. I'm sure he probably strangely liked it. Yeah, because he's like, oh, these people are just treating me like a person. I mean, well, a person who's going to hell, but yeah. a person. But they're still nice to you. They're like, maybe we can convert him. <laughs> I wonder how much longer they lasted after that moment. I'm sure he was like, well, well I mean, she's not um, in the religion. Oh. A lot of young people aren't. They um, got out? Yeah, but I don't know why. I I feel like that's a totally normal choice for them, but I still feel really guilty about it. Yeah, I mean, probably in the back of a lot of people's heads. They're like, I don't know if it's guilt anymore. I think I used to have the guilt, and now I'm just like, it's transferred from guilt to like, this is. I wish I was so dumb that I could just blindly believe in something. Yeah. I wish I could just not question sometimes. Yeah. It's just like a dirty little feeling inside of you that's just like, like, I'm a dirty little slut and I'm going to hell. Like nagging Ooh. at you. Ooh. Ooh. And then you can't <laughs> sleep at night. <laughs> I'm sad again. When did you, did you have to like come out to your parents about it's so getting weird. out? My parents and I have the weirdest stuff. Like in my family, you just don't say stuff. That's a big mid- Midwest thing where like, I'll talk about my family. Like I had a boyfriend who called his mom every day. Wow. Which he said, he claims, he was, he was like the nicest guy I've ever dated. He was so sweet, opened all the doors, paid for everything, whatever. But he claims, he's like, it's for her. He's like, I don't need to talk to my mom every day. My dad said, she's noticeably happier when I call. So I call mm. her, which is just very sweet. Very sweet. And the kind of guy you should probably stay with. But yeah, I was I'm like, like where, boring, <laughs> snooze fest. But I talk about my family like fighting and shit, and which my, my family's, you know, not, n- not normal either. It's like a broken, fucked up house. But he'd be like, that's, he was so jarred by it. But I've realized, like, I don't know what's worse. It's like a family who just is super mean to each other and too honest or a family who's like, let's just not address the fucking huge yes. elephant in the room. Dad's fucking the neighbor. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. It's like, mm, can you pass the potatoes? Totally. I mean, we would yell at each other yeah. for sure. But like big issues. Um, I don't know. Like I, w- they came and stayed with me a couple weeks ago. I love them so much. And. I just wanted to have an honest conversation with them and I like went to... (laughs) And you're like, so let's podcast about it. (laughs) Well, I was just like, I went to this astrologist that I love. I never thought I'd say that. I want to get the info. I love him so much. Um, His name's Sean. You guys have to... I love stuff like that. I thought it was going to be so stupid, but he's so smart and whatever. So um, So it's like, even if you don't, like buy into that stuff like that just makes me feel good it's like yeah he was just like your biggest problem is not saying what you actually need and i was like that's true you know what's so crazy god uh like i relate to you so much on that by the way yeah is when people go like psychics are just people who are really intuitive and it's like well fine if someone can point out something that i am not willing to point out to myself and it's not like a special magic medium i don't have to go to therapy for five years it's like fine i'll pay i would pay for someone to go like hey idiot yeah fucking fix this yes yes completely (laughs) Um, so, uh, la, 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 la. Oh, my pa- no, 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 I'm sorry. My parents were here and I was like, like gonna, I'm going to an astrologist. I was going to talk to them and just be like, cause he gave me a little like card of what to say, which is just like, I want to know that you love me the same, even though I'm not, even though I'm not. 
and then going to heaven and i didn't <laughs> and that's you know you chickened out you're yeah, like yeah that this was like really heavy but my grandpa um has like some sort of alzheimer's right now uh i don't Aww. know we didn't do the 23 and me so we're <laughs> we're not just sure. living it's a very uh that's seems like on par with your family like we're just not gonna find out um right we don't want to know <laughs> exactly so um he thought he was dying he like had a heart attack or something and he was unconscious in the hospital and i guess just like screaming <gasps> that um the devil should take him and spare me and that i didn't know what i was doing and that like just take me take me oh no i mean that's you have to know that that's not like a premonition that's literally alzheimer's is that you see things and right like- but i mean oh no it, it's and he wasn't really struggling with it back then it's just it's so it's what he really thinks and yeah it's because he's so bought into that yeah he's so it's deep just in the religion. Like so heartbreaking because i'm like breaking their hearts there's nothing about this that's like i don't know maybe like they're like she'll she's just going through a phase yeah it's nothing like they're not like it's just tradition like we go to church sometimes they're like this is the only reason we exist and like yeah he's like, like yeah i mean i guess gosh i didn't think about that how hard it is when a family's like Because I feel like, you know, a lot of kids grow up and they're like, I need to go out and figure out my own thing. And I'm not really into the religion. And you just go, well, you know, they figure it out. But it's like, yeah, if you're a person who truly believes that, like, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. Then to have to watch your kid, like, just be, quote, going to hell. It's like heartbreaking. It's really, really hard for everybody. Um, And, of course, we've never talked about it. I get that guilt now that you're like, now I wish I could. Mm -hmm. Because it just... Because you're like, I'm breaking their hearts, but also you have to be true to yourself. And that's a whole... That is a really strong um, lesson to learn. And I think there's so much to be said because there's nothing quite like it. Um, finding out who you are spiritually and how it's different than your family. And yeah. if you are in this life, like told you're not allowed to do that, it's just an extra important lesson for you. Yeah, no, I, well, I feel like that's so interesting, especially given like you're such a like spiritually seeking person Mm -hmm. I feel like and even like your podcast Mm -hmm. it's like you're constantly looking for what is yeah what is the thing that moves me what is the purpose what is yeah and yeah it's almost you wonder if growing up in a religion like that could push you to yeah I mean there's just I just remember when I was little I would like every night I would land back this is before the hell spiral would start but (laughs) I would be like I am me and I'd be like wait I'm me who's me I'm me, I'm me, I'm me. And I would like go deeper and deeper and deeper until I was like buzzing. Like I was meditating really deeply, but I didn't but know. But you didn't know. Right. When you were a little kid, you were still like existing. I was just like so tripped out by it. And like sometimes I would see little Buddhist things like around borders or whatever. Yeah, that's where I'd feel like, like go spend my time. And I'd be like, oh God, we're really similar. <laughs> really? You I was like horny for bookstores. Oh yeah. And I would I was go like, around. like, the bookstore. <laughs> around and like find all the sex parts of books oh my god would you too <laughs> yes i always made my barbies fuck it was gross i, I mean, would just like walk down the the aisles and be like oh this one looks like it's gonna have hardcore fucking in it yeah. um so yeah um oh wow so you'd go into like yeah i'd see like you know like a calendar somewhere because it was kansas so yeah there'd be like a calendar that just had something like the buddha said and, I, and yeah. we read siddhartha in school and there was something in me that was like very interested in it but also like that's like so far away that's from so far away i don't even understand like the you know that and well it's like almost so when i think about when you get to the root of like when i think about buddhist monks 
they kind of live a similar life to the absolutely ministers or the absolutely. friends or whatever. And they're. I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't yeah. like it. And now in my life, like I cannot stomach boredom. Oh, wow. I cannot stomach like people being quiet in a way because that's just how I Calm. spend my life. Yeah. yeah. So I am like, like so overstimulated. overstimulated and averse to anything like that. And I definitely need to go like sit by myself in Joshua Tree for Oh my God, you got to do a Vipassana. Yeah. I did the 10 day. Yeah. I, and it was, but you go, I literally went crazy because yeah, no, I'm not. It's, I like, I don't know if you feel the same, but. I've realized in the course of like that meditation and just really trying to work on myself that I have attached some part of my identity to having emotions. Mm. So when I don't feel an extreme emotion, instead of just going, I'm calm, I go, I'm dead. This is, this is, this is wrong. Why don't yeah. I, why am I not panicking or why am I not screaming? Or? What's your normal like base state emotion? <sighs> Mine's just like uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I go, I, I definitely fluctuate. I think, I am a person that if you were to strip away all circumstances, like everything that's happened to me, I think I'm a deeply happy person. I think mm -hmm. I'm, I think when I was really young before fucking, you know, life happened and chaos ensued, I was like a ball of sunshine type of just like happiness ever I go resonating it. But now I sort of sit at this. I mean, if you turn on my, my music on my iPhone, it's all sad. <laughs> I like lean into my sadness, but I think, I got so comfortable in my depression trying to like explore it as a way to get mm -hmm. rid of it mm -hmm. that I inadvertently sort of made it, it. It became part of who I tell myself I am. Right. Like I'm quote the depressed person. Right. Which no, is an issue. I, I think I do the same thing, but I can't remember who was saying it about us on the trip. I don't know who, but they were like, you and Jessica Michelle are so like, like we we would go outside and I didn't even notice we were doing this, but every dog that walks by, we're like, hi, oh my god, I love you, and we're like, look at that, oh my god, it's like, like joy. Yeah, I have. And then when I was little, I was like such a spaz and like so excited. Yes, uh, I yeah. think I had to like, I think my mom and not even like my mom did some like super fucked up shit, but I think just in like trying to rein in your over energetic kid, mm. made me like sub like suppress my happiness. Yeah, like just like. Take it down a notch. Wow. Wow. Well, I think that's a lot of us, though, is that like how you're saying, I guess that's how I came to this, how you said you didn't realize you were meditating. Right. Well, it's like when you're a kid, there's only, there's so much to think about and you're discovering the world, but there's not all this extra responsibility and the anxiety right. that gets piled on. Mm -hmm. So it, I think it's easier to find a moment where you realize you're meditating. Whereas exactly. now we have to sit down and go, I'm going to meditate. Like you have to write it in your schedule. Exactly. And now there's just so many thought constructs that, <sighs> you know, you just have to like slide underneath all your ideas and everything. And it's so easy to do when you're little because you don't, you haven't been telling yourself the same story every yes, day. Every day you've woken up and been like, I'm failing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you can just, you know, I, I, this isn't about meditation, but I try to get up and before I can start telling myself a story, just like slip into something else for a little bit, just yeah. because um but what do you yeah, mean but, like, like slip into another state of consciousness that's not just retelling the like s i'm not working hard enough the, i'm da da, da 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 like the thoughts just start and you're like oh, okay negative. yeah my friend just did ayahuasca and she said that she her thoughts she could hear them talking without like she was separate from them and she oh, could wow. just hear them circling over and over and over and she couldn't make it stop and she realized like that's just like there's just like a pattern an, like a record playing in her brain. Oh my gosh. 
what a horrible realization, mm-hmm. but also probably helpful. So helpful. For growth. Have you done ayahuasca? I want to do it no. so bad. I, do, I have a group of friends about to do it. Do you want to get in on it? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Are you doing it? No. Are you too afraid? Yeah. I. You're not ready to go that deep in your mind? And Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Like, I'm not ready to conquer that beast. Mm-mm. Have you done shrooms? Yeah. Ugh. They're my mushrooms. favorite. Yeah. I just, my friends are doing LSD next weekend too. And they're like, do you want to come? And I just don't want to fuck what, like I, a year ago I was having daily panic attacks that were, were ruining my life. Oh like, my gosh. It I'm was so, sorry. so horrible. Thank you. Um, I don't want to ever get myself back like, into. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with my mind too much. Yeah. That's the thing is that it's like. I think with I I think I'll probably always stay at like maybe doing an annual mushroom thing, and I did mushrooms once, not in a calm environment, and I was like, oh, never again. This is like I can only do mushrooms spiritually to like understand myself. Uh, of course, yes. Because fuck that, fuck people. No, are like, let's just take shrooms and go to the circus, and you're like, you're a fucking. Let's psycho. go to the fair. Your life is a prison, and I don't want to be a part of it. No, I don't <laughs> understand how people do that at all. My ex-boyfriend took mushrooms before I went to a party once and it was Halloween and I like found him and he was throwing his wig away. I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's scaring me. And I was like, no, it's fine. Just put it on. And I like put his wig back on him. And then I like caught him again, like hiding, trying to hide. His wig. <laughs> and he's like, it's trying to kill me. And so finally we had to throw it away and just like whatever. But, um, and he ruined Halloween for everyone. He ruined Halloween. And, but, but, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Just really briefly, we the first time I ever did mushrooms, we were peeking so hard. It was all my girlfriends just sitting around in a circle laughing so hard. Oh and John gosh. Stamos called us on speakerphone. In real life. In like real life. The real life John Stamos. Yes. Because John Stamos has your number. Well, he was with my friend who, he was with the same boyfriend who was throwing his wig in the trash can. And we kept texting my boyfriend, Stamos me, Stamos me, Stamos me. <laughs> and finally they just called. That had to be insane. Because you're like, is this the voice of God? We no wonder you're like you love John Stamos. Yes, and we we, I have like ten pages of notes that I kept (laughs) from it because we like went got to the bottom of John Stamos. We were like, his hair is imprisoning him. He needs to shave it, and then he will be free. He is a beta male, and beta males are better at sex than alpha males. We figured that out. That is so true. Mm -hmm. Nobody fucks better than a sad boy. By the way, it's like, and that it's like as much as I don't want the fucking hassle of dealing someone with who's like an emotional whole thing it's like i'm i'm an emotional mess i don't need to be with an emotional mess oh my god just a fucking someone who thinks they have to prove something oh it is a real they're like deal. i'll never be strong enough for you and I'm like yeah fuck me like you know i'm you're not good enough <laughs> all the males are just like Ugh, like just like yeah i'm here yeah no no thanks so we figured out beta males like what he needed to do with his hair we sent him all of this uh he did not follow our advice but <laughs> Fuck you, Stamos. Yeah, um, it's it's exciting now to not have to be so bored um, and get to do more fun and things. get to do mushrooms and stuff. Because I literally was in groceries, the grocery store line the other day, and there was a Reader's Digest, <gasps> and I opened it and read a joke, and I turned to the person behind me and was like, "This is a reprint of a joke from like twenty years ago." That I, you remember? I would read Reader's Digest on loop. Wait, my mom had the books. Oh, the yeah, Reader's Digest collection. Yes. <gasps> I would Me be too. so bored and we would just be sitting there and the family would be eating forever and talking about such boring shit and I would just digest Reader Digest. So. Oh my God. The Reader's Digest. That's Oh my God, that's it's for people who are like bored and they need to consume. Yeah, no, my family, we weren't like so religious. We didn't have pop culture, but I was... It was just like neglected. I was like, I remember watching Matilda and being like, 
I resonate with you so much because she's just reading everything in sight and just yes. being like, more, more. Yes. I need more, like, just to consume, like. Yes. I, I would know. read a book a day. Literature. Yes. I loved reading. What happened? I don't know. Now I'm just, like scared to be by my, like with myself. No. It's yeah. If I'm alone too long, it's like, I need the peace, mm-hmm. but I go like, what am I doing? I'm not, I should be out. I should be working harder. Yeah. I should be. I'm really trying to chill out um, because I need, to, like last night I was just like, okay, I'm literally partying a lot. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's hard, especially in LA when you have like friends, there's the FOMO and just, I know, especially being in entertainment, it almost feels like I should be out. I should I like, like be having fun with people who will remember we had fun and then like mm-hmm. maybe they'll want to work with me later. And then cast me on the big movie. Yeah. Put me in your film. <laughs> hey, remember that girl that was drunk at the party? She should be in our movie. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I threw up on Steven Spielberg? Anyways, full circle. He did not cast me in this movie. I'm very sorry, Mr. Spielberg. Did you Spielberg. really do that? No. Oh, unless he's not listening. And then, yes, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish. God. I just feel like, I want to briefly date someone who is like way too powerful for me, but it's also like old and people are disgusted by it. Oh, just to sure. have that as part of my. As part of your story. As part of my story. Just to have like this whirlwind romance with a man who's like disgusting, but I would actually be in love with and then be like, it didn't work out between me and Steven. <laughs> Me and Mr. Spielberg. I feel like I used to do stuff for the story all the time. And then at like 24, I was like, and I'm done with that. And, like, now, and now I'm just like never. I'm averse to the story now. Yeah. I'm like, look, I want love, but like, I don't need a whole thing. Yeah. I don't need a love story. No. <laughs> just like, let's get along. Can you make me come and can we complain about the same people? Do you have mac and cheese? <laughs> yes. Feed me and like, tell me I'm pretty every once in a while and make me come. Yeah. Amen. Ah. <sighs> The dream. Wait, so, okay. Wow, I really took us off the subject. It doesn't matter. That's the whole podcast. Okay. No. Now I am hungry. I'm so Um, hungry. Are we eating after this? We are definitely eating after this. Um, Were there food restrictions in your religion, by the way? That's such a weird... I wouldn't think there would be. No. Also, I don't know who I was talking to about Christianity the other day. A little off topic, but... When you take a step back, because we were, like, raised in Christian religions... If you explained how church works to a person who had no idea about Christianity, like we eat the body of our God. That's so fucking creepy. It's weird. And like drink his blood as like a tribute. It's, it's a little strange. Yeah. It's so, um, it's such a downer. And then people be like, Oh, it's weird how like Muslims don't eat pork. And it's like, we drink blood. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like we're drinking blood. (laughs) Uh, so when did you, did you go to college in Kansas? Yeah. Okay, so were you still like one foot in, one foot out, pretending to be religious? Right. Um, when did you like really break free? Oh, I would I would say that the, um, you know, college, high school. I was, you know, it was just still keeping up the facade. It was like no, I wasn't. I they knew that yeah. I wasn't, but it was like we couldn't talk about it, and I kept waiting for myself to change. Ah. Uh. Like I kept like you like, thought, okay, one day I'm going to wake up and just be yeah. like, I'm happy with this. Yeah. Surely like I'll just realize that something that everybody I love fully is on board with will make sense to me. I'll see the light. Yeah, exactly. So I kept waiting for that to happen. Um, meanwhile, I was, you know, I was a pretty naughty person. Um, <laughs> and I went to college and I was pretty crazy um did like a playboy college <gasps> did you do the college playboy like I you did. were a bikini mm-hmm. for playboy like the I top mean, I, tan I or whatever topless <gasps> um, oh my god look at you and i think did I, they print you 
They did, um, <gasps> but I used a different name. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> like, good for you. <laughs> Keep your anonymity. I can't believe I I had that foresight back then. Um, yeah, I, and I fuck. yeah, and I didn't show my vagina. It was just kitty. It was just some tats. Which also, my parents got me fake boobs. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say like, okay, where'd the fake boobs come from? Did somebody? But like, your parents. My parents were just. I. They're like super. In, they're like always running marathons and shit and super into health and whatever. And yeah. I was chubby and then I got too skinny and, um, you got too skinny. Was yeah. it eating disorder yeah. or just, uh, yeah. it's rough. Um, well, and that's another weird facet of it. Like I was anorexic, which was such a problem and we would always talk about it, but it wasn't really a problem. Then it became bulimia and then it was a real problem. Oh, yeah. Nobody could say the word. Ah, ever like that's a word in my family no one will say they'll be like you were doing the thing or you know blah 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 where it was like when it was anorexia that's a very spoken about word and whatever yeah and they had to send me to treatment in Malibu when I graduated college and and then you're like I love LA I "I love it here I would they would come out every weekend for like family therapy they're so sweet every weekend yes oh my gosh um because they're like we want to learn how to like help you whatever and like we could not say it. That's so bizarre. And my therapist once said it, and I started bawling and was like about to throw up, not in a bulimic way. Just yeah, like but it. you're just like, because you're like overwhelmed by emotions. Right. He's like, we don't say it. And then five years later, I'm talking to my dad on the phone, and he's like, because I think your mom, you know, is still struggling with the bulimic stuff. And I was like, what? Like he said it? Well, your mom is bulimic? Exactly. And you're like, was, did you know that? No. Or did you? And that was like the first I was time like, you we were like. we went to family therapy for so long. That's so interesting that like, only because like your lack of consuming so much media and you're still still having body dysmorphia. Oh it's my just gosh. such a fascinating my, my mother's body is ridiculous and it was like she would run twelve miles a day. It was so important to her wow. to have the perfect body, but then she would wait like cover it. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like so weird to me. Yeah, well, that's always what I think is like, why have it if you're not going to flaunt it? Like I don't have any plastic surgery, but uh, a thousand percent. If I had fake tits, I would never not have a shirt that showed my cleavage. It would be tit, oh, uh, tits all the time. I'd yeah. be in bikinis and just be like, what? Look at my tits. They're I great. bought them. Yeah. I paid for them and they deserve to be seen. Yeah. So, I earned these. Yeah, exactly. Cash. There was like a lot of body, um, you know, like weirdness in my house. My parents, like I said, they run marathons. They were super into working out and they were like, you have to gain weight. And I had no boobs, none. Uh, you were and like, so I was like, if you get me fake boobs, I'll then I'll gain weight. weight because then I'll feel curvy. And the fucking dumbest part about this whole thing is that it worked. worked. <laughs> that they were like, oh, she has a point. And then they, I got fake boobs I'll and I was beautiful. like, okay, I'm, I want, I, like, yeah, yeah, I'm a curvy person. Per, like, so I'll, I'll gain, like, and you did, did you gain yes. a little bit of weight back? So you like, it, it like worked. It was the weirdest plan that worked. That's so fascinating. I know. That you bulimic your way into fake tits. Yeah. You guilt it's like you guilted your family. Yeah. I was but like, we just like, want you to we want to help you. Yeah, they're pretty on board. Back at the time, like it was my dad's friend. There he was, was a plastic surgeon? Yeah. It was like the early. Is he 2000s. still alive? Yeah, he's such a genius. I'm if you're listening, sir, Dr. Peters. Dr. Peters, please give me you. just matching tits. They don't have to be big. Not I just want them Dr. to be the same size. Stacey Peters. Um, yeah. So looking back on it, I can see that it's a very dysfunctional odd. That's just so fascinating because so many people blame women's body issues on the media, Mm -hmm. but you guys were not consuming, but it's also like as much as I, uh, clearly I'm like 
all about body positivity. I like the body positive movement. I love, and I also hate because there's a part of me that like, no matter how much I go, I want other people to be body positive. I still hate my body. And then I see people who are like, fuck you. I love my body. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Why do you, I don't love my body. You don't right. get to love your body either. Right. <laughs> no. Why are you, you so start confident? The body hatred movement. Yeah. It's like, if I have to feel ashamed, so do you, but what's well, just such a weird thing. Cause it is like, yes, media feeds us shit, but it's also, there's a whole biological component to like men want to see big fucking titties. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the media isn't the reason a man isn't into my one small boob. Like it's not like <laughs> Cosmo made you hate me. It's it's the magazine's fault that you don't like my butt that looks like it belongs on a ninety year old man. <laughs> Jessica, you have the most adorable, perfect body. That I makes a, me really sad, but you are hilarious. I have um, a fun body. It's like an interesting. <laughs> I feel like my body's like a dolly painting. It's someone today described me, and they're specifically talking about my eyebrows, but they described me as. It was Nicole Amy Schreiber. I'm saying someone as if it's like elusive. Was it Steven Spielberg? We don't know. <laughs> She's like, she described me as avant-garde sexy. And honestly, Ooh. I loved it. I was yeah. like, oh, like, because I've always been, now I'm just talking about myself. Who am I? Pete I Holmes. Um, oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I've always said that like guys were into me. I feel like when a guy's into me, they're like, I I'm not sure why I'm into you. Not even in a negative way. No, they I just understand. can't pinpoint. They're like something about you, but it's not a thing that I can go. Oh yeah. The fucking, but you're not, you're not in like a category. Yeah. I'm a creep. You're not, you know, I, I don't think I really am either. Yeah. It's just like, you're just this unique, like beautiful. I feel like some people think the word unique is offensive or like, no. I guess cause it could be like, you're very unique. Dot, dot, dot. If there's a pause before it, it's yeah, not good. Yeah, it's not good. But if it's just said, it's like, oh, I'm just one of a kind. Yeah. Um, wait, a couple more religious questions. Okay, so you got out around college. When did you, did you kind of like hit the ground running and do like a full 180? Like, I'm, sh- I'm going to be so like wild in college. nude and drink and I consume was out of media. Control. Out of control. Watching, like reading us weekly every day, watching TV. I could not believe we had a TV. I was like, ah, because like, TV. I couldn't believe it. Um, cause now, yeah, I feel like you're so into pop culture now. Yeah. It's like such go, a going to like wet seal and buying shorts <gasps> and being like, seal. I'm a legend and <laughs> just blackout drunk. Never had drank before really. So, so you just I went from had zero to no idea how, thousand. yeah. Would like smoke a joint, but smoke the whole thing. Cause I didn't know. Like, cause you didn't understand. I was, I was the same way in college. Yeah. I just was always in a blackout. A complete blackout. My boyfriend was once driving home from work and was like, oh man, there's a girl sleeping under <laughs> The oh. gas station nozzle, <laughs> and, and like, it was and you, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> so, oh my god, I yeah. love you. And my parents were just like at a loss. Um, and they're like, "Well, the Lord works in mysterious <laughs> ways." So, so you guys just don't talk about it now, but it's kind of yeah. I wish that I I wish that um, I wish that there was something to say. I actually had an Uber driver drive me home this morning. Um, hey from our because she's an animal our, we have an es- we're eskimo sisters oh my god we are eskimo sisters we, i call it um what do i call it i call it tether sisters because we've swung on the same pole i love it yeah <laughs> we're playing like tether ball like tether ball yeah. oh i love it we're tether sisters we're tether sisters um, we're tethered together forever so i was coming home from that dick you guys tune into the patreon i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, and I'll release nude photos <laughs> and uh, I'm coming home and I had this really interesting Uber driver 
end. He looked like he was going to be one way. He looked way too cool for school. Um, but he's an Uber driver, so it's like right. He's getting, but he was like there, nineteen, but. and he looked like he like was probably a super cool rapper, like in oh downtown, my God, amazing, and, like something, and then lives in was, a loft, and then he was just like. This is a beautiful day. It almost brings tears to my eyes. I was like, hello, what? And what? he just randomly was like talking about how he was raised super Catholic. And he was like, it's such a bummer to not be able to talk to your mom about all these things that happen in your life because they just have something on loop and they're not listening to you and they're not open. And they're just like, that's a sin. And they just repeat the same thing and they're closed. And I was like, yeah, it is painful. Yeah. It sucks. It does. But I also think, I mean, it for it just does suck. But I think, I think it's an important part of growth getting to a point where you can realize, even though you can't connect, like it took me a long time to go, oh yeah, these people are just that like close-minded, it's not their fault. You know what I mean? Is going like, like, because my instinct is like, fuck you. Like, why are you not understanding me? You're wrong. And it's like, no, they're on a different journey. And I, I don't, I mean, not to be all spiritual hippie, but you don't care. Mm, yeah, um, no, please give it to me. I'm, well, it's just like the people who I'm wet for it. are like sort of like close minded to the point of being ignorant, like so religious to the like, you know, AIDS exists because gay people are sending right, that guy right. or like, or just whatever level. I got to a point where I realized like their soul isn't at a point in their journey where they're ready to, they're learning something else. Yeah. They're they have, they have a different lesson and yeah. like, they're not ready for the information you're receiving when you're yeah. going, what does the universe mean? And like seeking like who you are and asking all these questions, that person is on a journey that is not at that point yet. Yeah. They maybe are on a human journey of like relationships and you know, like I could be in my bed worried about what, what infinity is and yeah, every night they are, having a really good relationship with their child. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, that's learning. their lesson to learn is exactly. like how to love one other person or like right. let love in. Yeah. God, last time I did shrooms, I literally was on a loop, not a loop, but like my, my friend was like, it's the most enlightening thing, but you were literally just sitting there trying to verbally explain infinity. <laughs> but I was like, I was like channeling this. I don't know if you do. I don't know how many times you've done them, but I get this thing where I feel like I'm connected to something. Mm, I don't I know if it's like a universal, but I was just like, I don't know. Who, I can't even explain it. No, I remember you telling me that you were in Joshua Tree, right? Yeah. Because remember I posted that Elmo thing on your wall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We should go to the desert. My, we can go this weekend. <gasps> Ooh, maybe. Am I in town this weekend? I'm like raising my eyebrows. That's good for a podcast. <laughs> my exquisitely drawn in eyebrows that I did not wash off my face. What, last okay, night. yeah. Why does your makeup look so good? Oh, my roommate Nikki Martinez. You guys at Nikki underscore Martinez underscore M U A. I don't know. At it. She's a makeup artist, and she wanted to do a tutorial on just basic skin, and then she like had added the eyes just for fun. But I was like, I will always be your canvas. So she did my makeup, and true to who I am, I kept it on all night because I was like, I could run into the love of my life tomorrow morning. Duh. or just anyone and they should be like she's so hot her yeah. eyebrows are so avant-garde you look amazing i i want i'm trying to learn how to do makeup i don't want to teach you yeah i like my here's my thing is that i worry if i get too into makeup and maybe this is just crazy because i like my natural face i don't think i'm hot but i'm like i'm okay with who i am and i'm like i, I have friends so, that like won't leave the house without makeup you do like yeah i mean i don't know or just like people i know right <laughs> and i don't ever want to be like oh, i can't go out without my face right i i don't wear makeup most days but but then when you put it on it just gives you a little 
it's just uh, fun. fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's like getting girly. Yeah. Which I like to do sometimes, and sometimes I think I want to wear suits and yeah. be yeah. masculine. Yeah. I'm a human yin yang. Um, would you ever, because you're a writer, would you ever consider writing like a treatment or a feature based on the religion, or you're like, it just too deep I and your family have, like, be too a upset lot of guilt. I don't want to upset them I even talking about it right now like am I devastating you no uh-huh. I, I, it's it's good like uh, it's just honesty has so much guilt attached to it for me you know like um yeah who I really wow. am like I'm I just left getting d- like some dick like I, I don't know it's true and I want to be truthful but I'm like oh I'm a mess but um but it's like yeah yeah, you're like my yeah. sins, mm-hmm. but uh, but 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 I, you know, I actually was going to try a TV show about it, and then Kimmy Schmidt came out. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah, and it was, and it's too similar. It or it's too like similar, yeah. the mole people. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because it just reiterates how like we have so many similarities someone was that show came out and someone was like i feel like you're like kimmy schmidt but without the bunker for some reason you just turned out like you're completely out of touch with <laughs> totally with society <laughs> i date the same guy with like the mom he called every day is this the same guy who moved helped you move my desk no Kay. wait i think it was danny that helped me move your desk you guys whatever i said about him before was a lie he was a very nice man but danny jollis he's great see him on crazy ex-girlfriend on the cw um right. <laughs> um Fuck, what was I saying? Oh, he said dating me because he was really into movies. He liked going to concerts. He was very in touch with like just the music culture, like what the new hot bands are. He always knew what movies were coming out. Oh, I'm like that too. I love Cardi B. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> he said dating me was like dating someone from a foreign country or another planet. Yeah. Because I never knew. I know nothing. Any references. Mm-mm. We're just like dropped here. I don't know where to begin to learn, so I've just begun to avoid all information. Because um, it's, I mean, it's overwhelming. Yeah, and there's so much bullshit being constantly thrown at you. Yeah, I, I've decided to just completely shut down. <laughs> I mean, I do that too. That's what I, I worry about. That that I like. I know I need to take more alone time to recharge, mm-hmm. but when I'm alone, I feel like I'm like, I go, am I shutting down? Am I shutting people out? Is it, am I doing something unhealthy by being alone? Right. Like, is this good for me, or am I closing myself off? Uh, yeah. Agreed. But, yeah. But I think some of the best, this is fucking, I just, this sounds so narcissistic. Some of the best times of my life are, are with myself. me. No, yeah. some of the like most like breakthrough moments as far as like a wisdom or just a piece of information that really came to me and I understood it about life. Um, and it, and it wasn't necessarily anything that hadn't been said to me, but it came in moments where I was alone. Yeah. Where like, I mean, you can tell someone forever, like, you want to find love, you got to learn to love yourself. But until they have a moment where they're like, oh, oh I get it. like it has to just, and you can't force it. It just hits you when it hits you or it maybe it doesn't hit you this lifetime. But yeah, I'm, the, it's funny. That's a lesson I'm really trying to learn like today. Yes. <laughs> From yesterday, I was like, I have to spend more time alone. And, um, just like go deeper because yeah but it's you know we all have trauma from our childhood everybody does everybody does um we all have stuff that we feel really dirty and guilty about not even i don't mean that in a sexual way just it could be but but also that yeah (laughs) um and we don't have to be scared of it anymore because it's 
not real and everything we want is on the other side of it. Yes, you have to push through your fear. That's yeah. what love is. That's what love is. I think is. we were saying that drunk on the corner in New York. Oh, God, really? <laughs> Maybe I was. And you were like, I miss Hannigan. I was like, let's all go. Um, all right, we're almost done. Let me just like two more questions. Um, sure. I um, Okay, so is there anything that like someone who's like a friend or a partner to someone who has a background like yours like if you had a boyfriend or a friend like yes. how oh they can gosh. be supportive because oh you still gosh, have family so in glad, it glad you asked that um yeah i think even just being raised catholic yeah there's a lot like if you're not raised like it it's so easy to be like just stop don't be guilty blah 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 blah. it's like, like just don't just don't you just don't have the feelings you feel right and it is like wired into you so deeply um yeah and it's a part of who you were and it's a part of who you are and it's a part of who you will always be. Yeah. Um, so have patience with it. And I've had I really nice boyfriends who I would, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I am so scared. Like I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to whatever. And th- I remember oh my, God, my boyfriend, Megan. I know my boyfriend was so sweet. The, the one who had to throw his wig away. Um, <laughs> sweet wig. Stay most found like a 24 year, a 24 hour, uh, diner near us and we would like go at 3 a.m. all the time and have to when you'd wake soup. up yep and we oh, were just like this is so cute it was really cute so uh yeah i i don't like it when a partner or a friend is like uh, don't worry about it like or you'll say it and somebody like you're not going to hell I'm oh like, man i know rationally that you're right but i mean it's i mean it's the same with so many psychological issues when they're that deep like Yes. I do that with abandonment. Like yeah. I know rationally when the guy I'm dating, I'm not dating a guy, but like the theoretical guy I'm dating <laughs> takes out the trash. He's not leaving me forever. But like the pan, I can't stop that. Like, yeah. <gasps> and it's your, and it, there's like lessons to be learned in it for you. So just being like, stop doing it. Isn't the answer. You're like, that's not, you know how that works. It's like, oh, okay. You, everything that's happened to you is for a reason. The universe is trying to learn something about itself. So, I love that. Stick with it. The universe is, we're all being taught things by the universe. Mm-hmm. And the universe is being taught about itself. Yeah, we're all unlocking things that live deep inside of us. The universe, like, needs to, it's infinite. It wants to infinitely grow, and that's through you. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's a great note to close on. Oh. Where can people find you? They can find me um, crying in my bed. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> we're here right now. Um, they can find me at Megan Granger on Instagram and Facebook and um, on Superficial Magic. I would love it if you guys listen to the podcast and uh, say hi there. Yes, go over there. It's a great podcast. If you loved this chat, it's just like this times a thousand. I feel like just so much deepness. You are so awesome because you have like listened to it and I love you for it. And no, I love your, I love podcast, your podcast. Okay, if anyone else who has a podcast who I've been like, great podcast is listening. I'm sorry, but the truth is... <laughs> Your, I listen to like three podcasts regularly. Not even regularly. I don't listen to any podcast regularly. <laughs> but when I go, I'm going to listen to a podcast. I turn on yours, and then I sometimes turn on Ari Shafir's, oh. and then or I'll learn, I'll do 365 Days of Astronomy or a TED Talk. But <laughs> God, that means a lot to me. Um, no, I just like I love it. I, I love your insight and your brain and your. It's, I don't know if positivity is the right word, but it's just like your hopeful outlook where it's like every, you view everything as like being able to come back and go like, this is a lesson or like, yeah, it's it, this thing might suck, but it's all for something bigger. Exactly. <sighs> 
You guys go listen. Go follow Megan. I just love you. You're such a great interviewer, and I can't wait to listen to all your other podcasts. I love you. You're lying, and it's fine. No, I'm not. I listened. <laughs> ask me I'm at just lunch. kidding. <laughs> I'm so excited about lunch. I'm like, ask me at lunch because we're eating it now. Oh my god, we're going out. Yeah, we're staying in and taking care of ourselves after lunch. We're going to something very popular with a lot of people. Um, all right, bye, idiots. Bye. There you go, Megan Granger, Two by Twos, The No Name Religion, The Friends, The Way, The Truth, The Light. You guys, if you have more questions for Megan, <clears throat> pardon me, send them my way, send them her way. If you liked her, you want to have her on again, maybe have me do a bonus episode with her just about shooting the shit, whatever. Let me know and subscribe to the podcast if you still haven't. Rate and review it on iTunes. Share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big thank you to my League of Extraordinary Idiots, which includes John Arlette, Matt Franco, Andre Jenkins, and the Farrells, Kathy and Terry. Those are my parents trying to exploit me to make me come visit them in South Korea, uh, which I eventually will. And then my patrons who get postcards will get cool South Korea postcards, which could be a lot of fun. And I'll probably spend way too much money on shoes again because they have shoes in my size which never happens anywhere because I have tiny person feet and uh, their shoes are like five dollars and I don't want to currently think about why they're so cheap <sighs> I can't save the whole world every day or any day you can really only save yourself that's important to remember uh, additional thank you to VIP Idiot Savant Nick in West Virginia I love you we love you we're so grateful for you um, you all, all the patrons, you keep these episodes flowing. All the everyone who listens, even if you're not a patron, you uh, warm my heart, and I'm so thankful for you. And you keep me motivated. I um, am trying to put all my time into my one woman show for Edinburgh, and then all I have extra time for is this. And you guys make me feel happy that I am continuing to do it, and I am so grateful. Um, so if you want to join the Patreon, that's there. I'm sorry. I'm looking at old notes. I don't need to tell you that a million times. Follow at Blessed Podcast on Twitter. Oh, also, I made a Twitter account for to start promoting my Edinburgh show. So if you're a Twitter person, um, go check that out. It's at Codependent Lady. I'm having some fun with there. But with that, I'll start doing it more heavily as I get closer to the show. But I'm, I'm tweeting out some fun stuff. Uh, and we're having a good time with it. So... At Blessed Podcast on Twitter for the podcast. Ignorance is Blessed on Instagram. You can follow me everywhere at JMS Comedy. Please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity, which means Megan does not speak for all two by twos. Uh, she's just one person sharing her own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from her situated position in the world. Um, if, you have, uh, if you have more questions, you know what to do. I already said that. And um, yeah, if you have more questions for me, ask them. If you have questions for people around you, don't be afraid to ask questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. The more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. <laughs>